Hello, my lovelies. I'm Jay at Crown Insight, and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Taurus. Hello, Taurus. Bit of a magical one that you guys got. You should see me on the screen right now pulling the cards. Um, oh, you know, I did this. I get so excited. I pull the cards and then I don't even get the books ready for um, to read the card that you got. So you guys got, you should see it in a moment. I'm going to wait for me to pull it out before I say it because I'm very good at doing spoilers. All right, that's Hirayath. Hirayath, I think that's how you say it. Um, and while I pull the rest of the cards, I'm going to get started on this one. So, Hirayath is spelled H-I-R-A-E-T-H. So yeah, apologies if I've butchered it. Um, and it says, longing for home, homesick for the stars. That is complete magic if you guys are getting that. Because you're the most kind of, you're so earthbound, right? Taurus is so earthbound. And Taurus is getting this? Magic. Right, let's read it. It says, Hereath is a Welsh, oh, so I've really butchered it. It's a Welsh word that's difficult to translate. Oh, great. But it refers to a certain longing or homesickness. A yearning for a home or a place to which we cannot return. The unexplainable, unshakable longing for home is common in star seeds and old souls. Perhaps you've had it since birth. For some, it's a distant memory of a planet, galaxy or star system in the universe that their soul remembers and yearns to return to. A place they may have experienced more than Earth. For others, it's a longing for the unity of source, a remembering of interconnected oneness. The yearning can lead some star seeds to travel, searching all corners of the planet to find a physical place that feels more like home. For others, it can manifest as a need to find home in people, communities and relationships, a journey to find somewhere they truly belong. If you resonate with this yearning for home, but don't really know where home is, your being invited to remember that your soul chose to be on earth you're being called to fully commit to embodying your life you're being reassured that you didn't come here alone and that your soul consciously decided to experience what it's like to be a soul in a human body on this planet at this time you're being called to anchor all of your presence your personality your soul and your spirit in the here and now to fully commit to living this life right now to commit to putting two feet completely in. That's amazing if you, I mean, you've got the full here. That's the full leaping in into the unknown with both feet. Six of Wands is the homecoming hero. That's your advice that you got. Fabulous. So the Starseed Soul Inquiry is how can you commit more fully to your life? How can you commit more fully to your life? Now, why I got so excited when I saw that card. This is a, com if you've got, if you're a Taurus and you've ever watched any of my Pisces videos, um, you know, maybe you've got a Pisces rising or moon or something, I don't know, whatever, a place, another placement that's Pisces. This is normal for Pisces. Pisces, you hear this a lot. I have a lot of Pisces moons in my life and they often say this, that, you know, I want to go home, uh, a longing for home. And I have experienced it once in my life too. We feel homesick, but you're at home and I was very much kind of in my bed at that time when I was ill and so when you guys get it and according to Christopher uh, Christopher Otegi he doesn't say that Taurus is ruled by Venus he says Taurus is ruled by Earth that that is Taurus's planet is Earth um 
if you think about this, your fourth house is Leo. There's a full moon in your fourth house this season, even though it's the 10th house transit for Aquarius, Leo is your fourth house. Think about that. You can only show up as much in the world, right? As, as secure as you are in your fourth house, as secure as you are in your own skin. That's what I feel is coming up here. And it's coming back to not just that home within yourself, but you know how you feel, think about this Taurus. Think about when you're by yourself, when you've got your, everything's lovely the way you like it. You've got your your blanket, you've got your food, you've got your snacks, you've got your wonderful TV thing on. Like, you know, you're in full rest mode after a great day of work. Like, you know, all of this tourist stuff, you have you did a productive day of work. Everything's going to plan. Now you get to rest at the end of the day, right? Imagine that feeling out in the world, in what you do, in how you show up, in your career, in the people that you hang out with, in the people that you interact with. Isn't that an amazing feeling? That's what I kind of get from your reading. Now, let's read you the other card that you got, which is Dragonfly. It's an ear card and let's have a look. I think so far, everyone has gotten ear cards. Let me just double check that. Apart from Aquarius, Aquarius got Cobra, which is fire, but Pisces, Aries, and now you guys have all got an ear as your animal. So that's fascinating. Let me find it. Where is Dragonfly? This is what it says for Dragonfly. Master of light, illusion, and the mind. The Dragonfly, the dragonfly is an ancient and ethereal creature that makes, sorry, that awakens a sense of wonder in all. The dragonfly is a symbol of the mind, as it is always moving, shifting, shimmering and changing. When the dragonfly card appears, it's worth considering the quality of your mind and perception. Are they restless or still? Dreamlike or crystal clear? The situation at hand may be different than it appears at first glance. The dragonfly reminds us to calm the mind so the light of wisdom can shine through. Queen of Swords in your future, so that makes sense. When in balance, sees clearly, joyful, magical. When out of balance, can't concentrate, busy mind. To bring into balance, focus on the breath. Now, I've been saying this a lot to Gemini because they've got Saturn in their 10th, right? So all those Saturnian things that are going on in Pisces is impacting Gemini's in their role in the world, how they're showing up in the world, it could be careers, right? And I think we're moving away from one of the things that I've been telling my clients when they've got 10th house transits is, yeah, you know, usually that's associated with career and life outside of the home, basically. But that could be anything. Your role in the world could now be the role that you take part, you know, you start a, a massive community venture. It's not about making money. It's about your role in the world, your legacy, like you're doing something else. So I want you to consider that. Don't just restrict it to your work. I mean, obviously, if you've got work stuff going on, then apply it to that. But even there, right, if you're feeling dissatisfied with your job, the solution may not be another job, right? It, it, or it may not just be another job. You may want to get another job or change your career or what you're doing. But what if what you hope to get from your career, you can also get from other areas? from the people that you interact with, what you embody, how you show up in the world. So, you know, those themes most definitely um, come up here. Wow. 
this bottom row is, is fascinating like is this a Taurus reading there's a real shift here in your energy but let's begin with the five of coins which if you have a look at these two they're Taurus cards but then none of the others are Taurus cards right so the five of um spit it out Jay the five of coins is Mercury or sometimes it's seen as Venus in Taurus so you kind of know what's lacking right and you keep hearing me say this that necessity is the mother of invention let's just shuffle this quickly let's see what comes up around that this is what we lack this is what we don't have and this might be what's the homesickness is i don't feel at home here i don't feel at home in this relationship i don't feel at home in myself you know whatever it is but it's a struggle it's a lack and you're aware of that because it's the past Come on. This card keeps coming up as well. I mean, this would be what's lacking emotionally, right? The Eight of Cups is where we, we don't want to settle. It's not enough. It doesn't feel like enough. We may have been emotionally invested in something. You may have been emotionally invested in fulfilling a need that you have, right? Of something that you felt that was lacking. But you see this person walking off. He's looking for the ninth cup. And I think just about every single um, reading that I've done has had this eight of cups come up within it. So it makes sense. You've got the five, like, lack, eight of cups. Yeah, I've invested in emotion. It's a very empowered card, the eight of cups. Because sometimes we can have invested so much and so long in something that it's it's easier to stay. It's much harder to say, to admit, this is not doing it for me. Or oh, this is not my need anymore. I don't want to focus on just fulfilling this need. Now over here, you've got eight of cups here, but you've got the seven of cups and the page of swords. So this is almost like dreaming in a different way. So think about this. If the way that you've looked at the world or what you want out of the world or what you do in the world has been out there, right? Think about that. In that my dream or, you know, what is a dream worth pursuing is out there. I can go fulfill it by being this or doing this or having this, right? Those kinds of themes that come up. With this energy here and with the homesickness and dragonfly, you know, our minds, this is a beginner's mindset. It's a new way of thinking that's coming in. And instead of the outside in, it's more of the inside out. It's what would be a dream worth pursuing. But you're not coming up with it because th with this five of pentacles sorry five coins in this deck five of pentacles eight of cups your dreams always been what you're lacking if you think about it right oh i don't feel loved okay so i'm going to manifest a relationship or you know i i feel hungry so i'm going to manifest this like you know it's it and that sounds like the inside out but it's like needing something from outside do you see what i mean this feels like the opposite of that in some way I don't know how that will be. You guys will have to show me. I think all of us are going to be experiencing a different way of being. And it's going to be so fun catching up with each other and finding out what this new way of being is. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. You can probably tell from my voice. But for you, it's a new way of dreaming, literally a new way of dreaming um, about what you're doing, about what would what would that be? And it's not, it doesn't come from a lack. That's what I mean by the outside. So, you know, even if you 
whatever you're dreaming about. My, my ba bank balance is empty, so I need to earn more money, right? These are all external ways of looking at things. But this feels very kind of heartfelt from who you are. Let's get some clarifiers. Yeah, Seven of Cups, I mean, it literally says what I just said. Two of Wands is now we take dreams in a different direction. Now the way that we dream, um, we're not doing it in the same way. Like even coming up with something is totally different. The Two of Wands is an Aries card. And the fact that, look what you're focused on here, is your notion of what it means to be Taurus, of a King of Pentacles. And so if, what is a dream worth pursuing, right? Seven of Cups. The Two of Wands is, would then be, it's not just the dream, it's how I pursue it. So you're bringing in, you know, this dragonfly talked about the quality of our thoughts. They're totally new with the Page of Swords. This is a new way of, it, it's, it, it's rather than what I know, it's what I don't know. The Page of Swords doesn't know. The page, page of Swords is curious, wants to go out there and explore. There's a different context. You know, I just realised something. That looks, I first I thought it was a cat, but it looks like it's got horns, which would make it a bull. Um, jumping over this Page of Swords head. Very interesting. It's fascinating. All right. And there's a butterfly there as well. All right. The advice of the Page of Swords is always like to... You're always advised to show tact and caution with, with the Page of Swords, which is I don't know. So on at a very basic level, it could be I don't know what is it, what a dream worth pursuing is. Why? Because I'm going to do it in a different way. Like the dream is born not out of need now, not out of what I don't want, but is it's born in a different way. And I think it's born... If you check out the Aries message, which is about gifts, right? Innate gifts coming up. It's born from who you are, that Queen of Pentacles, exactly. One of the themes that's come up so strongly because of Taurus and, you know, you guys hosting the North Node in your sign for almost two years was a big part of this is what are your values? Think about home. Think about who you get to be at home when you're by yourself. Like all of that, that feeling, that ease, right? That is what... I wouldn't say motivates you, but what inspires you, I guess, in a way. The Queen of Pentacles knows what she values. But if your values are changing, and it really feels that way, that this is fresh and new. Who are you, Taurus? Nice to meet you. You know, that's what this feels like. And it can be disconcerting when you feel that way. I knew that as soon as this reading started. Like, this is not the kind of card that Taurus gets. Not because you don't get homesick or any of that kind of stuff, but that kind of longing for the stars. It's very Pisces. And Pisces is your 11th house and you've got Saturn there. You've had Neptune there forever. So what does this say about which groups do you hang out in? What organisations are you around? I know that's very 11th house and Aquarius is your 10th, but it is an Aquarian theme. So you kind of get to deal with this for two months, right? But for this one, it starts off with your fourth house. It starts off with that full moon in Leo, in your fourth, and how comfortable am I in my own skin? How do I look to my environment to give me that? Because then if you are, you carry home within you then, right? You can be that anywhere. You can be at ease anywhere. 
I know I say necessity is the mother of invention a lot, but for you, that feels like a past notion, like you're not doing it that way anymore. Now it's about being curious about new ways of valuing things and how do I hold space for them? How do I nurture them? So two of wands, queen of pentacles, this is nurturing in a new way as well. And, and the way you need to be nurtured is different. I, can, I mean, I don't know how many times you're going to hear me say different <laughs> in this reading because it's like what you need has changed, where you what you lack has changed, what you what you may have invested love that's changed. How you dream changed, how you pursue the dream changed, how you express your energy changed, what you know changed, like you're starting from fresh, like I don't know anything. So this is blanking the mind um, almost in that way. But catching glimpses of these ideas rather than fully for fully fledged ideas. Let's have a look at what the King of Coins or the King of Pentacles is saying. Oh gosh, that came out very quick. Yeah. Changed, right? Ace of Swords. So there is a new truth now for who you are. Swords are our thoughts, our beliefs, our ideas, and how we express them. You are going through um, you know, obviously it's Aquarius season, ascended earth, uh, sorry, ascended air. And so there may be a new way for you to communicate, for you to share your ideas. Your thought processes may have changed. What ideas mean to you may have changed. Like there's change and difference and different is, those are the words. I might just even use those as just the title for your video. Aces hold the potential of that suit. So this is my truth. Now it's coming up with the King of Pentacles, which is you. So my truth of who I am is different. My idea of who I am is different. And so if that has changed, then how I communicate that will change. Now, again, I'm going to say this, you're going from, you know, I was reading columns as well. So if we're the five of coins, eight of cups in the past, this is like what we do, how we feel, whatever is from what we have and what we don't have. Six of wands is who we are. What we're proud of about ourselves. That's where we show up from. And that's amazing i mean that's that's basically your reading what i just said there and then if if this is like a new way of thinking about what is a dream worth pursuing and how i pursue it and how that is born and how i nurture it right and how i hold space for this you don't know that like it's not going to be an idea it's going to be an expression of who you are that's where you got the fool underneath this because they it can not be known it cannot be known so if your idea of yourself has changed, that means your story has changed and how you express it has changed. This almost feels like a first house transit. Oh, I, I understand why. It's because you've got the ruler of Aquarius in your sign. I was thinking, what the hell? This is a bit crazy how this is going. But I like it. And this may have been going on for a while. I mean, look at this, Five of Swords. Judgment keeps coming up as well. It's Pluto, of course. Five of Swords is an Aquarius card, but it speaks of, you know, Ace of Swords is a victory. It's a hard-won truth, right? That's what it is. It, we may have lost because it's a Ten of Swords that it's born from, but it's a hard-won truth. That truth was hard-won, that whether the writing was on the wall, now we know the truth about the betrayal or the whatever, but we know the truth. But here the truth is about yourself. And the Five of Swords is, what am I fighting for? Like, what is the conflict? Because 
if we're looking for an out and out victory, it doesn't exist. That's what the Five of Swords says. It's an empty victory. The truth is what you know, but outside of yourself, whether you win a conflict or lose a conflict or whatever, right? There's no kind of real reward and punishment. This is a rebirth of you. How you express yourself, how you speak about yourself, how you share your ideas, how you make plans. I mean, that's big, right? Because I think um, Taurus is very much that, you know, making the plan and seeing it through and doing all of that. But out of this, and your mind may feel chaotic, right? Dragonfly, Five of Swords. But judgment says, we're drawing a line under all of this. And I'm going to say this to you. I, I said this to my dad, actually. It was about, I think it was a couple of hours into the new year. It was on, uh, we spent New Year's Eve together. And then it was about 2 a.m. I was about ready to go to bed. <laughs> and everyone else was still partying. And I don't know what he was talking about. He's bringing up something about his brother or he was saying something. And I said to him, Dad, if it's not about this year, if it's not about where you're going this year or what you want out of this year, don't talk about it. Don't even think about it. Let's just go forward. Let's just face forward. And that's what the judgment card says. It's about facing the future without fear. Why? Why do you face the future without fear? Queen of Swords will tell you that when we get to her um, in a moment. But let's go to the full first. nine of pentacles that's a virgo card well all right nine and ten of i mean now the pentacles are coming out let's get one more hanged man so Remember, the fool is that in-between stage. It's the rebirth of the soul. It's before we fully enter um, a new part of our lives. And, you know, I just want to say this, that for you, this may last. I mean, it it's the present because it's the reading and I've decided that's the past, that's the present, that's the future. But the timing on this may not be as quick as it may seem as in a reading as I'm, you know, as I'm saying it. But with the full pause there, it's not a choice. To leap is not a choice. It's because there's nothing else that you can do. Like, you will do that. You're not forced to jump. It's just that is the next step. To take the next step, it's going to take you over um, the side of the cliff, the way the fool takes a leap. But remember, it said both feet. You're jumping in with both feet. This is not just a step off the edge. This is, I'm in. I'm going to jump straight into this. But what you kind of feel like you're wrapping up or what is different for you now is nine of pentacles, ten of pentacles. I'm saying that because the hangman's coming up here. And the hangman is a card of sacrifice. It's a change in our perspective. You've got two cards of change in your perspective. There's a, a feeling that I've had before and maybe you're experiencing that as well. You know when you wake up in the morning, have you ever done that? When you wake up, everything just feels different. It just feels like somebody came in and shifted everything in your life, like, you know, an inch to the left or something. It just feels different. Everything's that everything's still there, but it all feels different. That's how your reading feels. And so with the Nine of Pentacles, this is everything that you've achieved. These are the fruits of your labour. Um, 
there's a sense where you had lack, you may feel abundant now. Where you thought you didn't have enough or didn't know enough, that now you think, oh my God, I, I did that though. I, I achieved that. Both the nine and the 10, they close out an earth cycle, which is a big deal for you, right? As Taurus, because you're an earth sign. And so it's it's almost this sense of, like usually what I would say, if we, if we remove the hangman, and you just had these two, these would be what you're leaving behind, right? This would be the cycle as it closed out, which is one, everything that you've done in the past and what you thought your legacy was, your inheritance, right? What your long-term security and stability looked like. It was that, that. And so this would be a sense of achievement in something and now you're ready to leap into something new. But with the hanged man coming in, I mean, I cannot stress enough the different maybe I don't need to because you're reading you probably can feel this within yourself and I'm just giving words to what you can feel with the hangman there's a change in your perspective of this isn't it's not so much that your environment has changed or what you want you know, all of that outside external stuff has changed you've changed you've been flipped upside down who you are how you see the world has changed and so you could still be in that nine of pentacles, what you've always done in your wonderful garden, having all the stuff. And now instead of the lack, you see the abundance. It could be that, you know, you still want to stick to that career, that long term relationship, whatever that ten of pentacles is. That hasn't changed, but you've changed how you see it has changed. And why do I say that? Because with the five of coins, it's lack with the nine of pentacles, it is abundant like this is what you have achieved it's the fruits of your labor so that's changed right past to the present the eight of cups is i've invested in this but i'm, I'm not feeling it ten of pentacles is this is my legacy it's really different right but of course the hangman comes with this i'm gonna get one more for this lot push my luck a little bit eight of wands well that kind of puts paid to that theory that i had that it won't, may not happen so quickly eight of wands is how we interact now it is communication communication has come up massively for you as a theme especially with dragonfly but before we can communicate anything outside of ourselves or interact with things or engage with life even um there's a conversation that we have within ourselves it's one of the quotes that i i had at the beginning of this video that the, the most important conversations that you'll ever have are with yourself you know bef when you decide that you know i'm going to fail at that or uh, that's who am i to do that you know those are the conversations we have with ourselves no one's deciding that for us so with the eight of wands this is how you engage with life this is how you interact now how you explore how you um it's fire I mean, but it's a Mercury card, which is why we talk about how you like social media, how you show up, what you do, what you research, what you're looking into. Because there is a speeding up of your interactions. But if you're watching this for a Taurus, I know some people do cross watch. Taurus is changing. Like, you know, this is, I don't even know. I'm going to have to keep an eye on my brother-in-law is a double Taurus. So I'll have to see what's going on with him. But yeah, this, this, this is fresh, new energy. And this may have been a long time coming, a long time coming, but there's such a dynamic shift and not so much even in replacement. It feels as if 
you know with the five of, i know it's the five of pentacles here but the five of um cups in the five of cups the person only sees half the story i would say that right but for you it's like now you're you're seeing the full picture how many fives did you guys get just two five of swords five of coins right so think about that in the five of swords it's win or lose but it isn't it's like it's, it's never going to be a pure win or a pure loss so i do it because of my own truth it's the rebirth of a new you this is just what's lacking where you're struggling but the nine and the ten are abundant where you have plenty and that changes everything changes everything because then how do you dream from that well that's what the fool comes up because you're leaping into the unknown if you're not trying to get something out of a situation but rather you're jumping in because of who you are that changes the dynamic completely right and that's kind of how this feels and how you engage with everything in life feels different here you're invited to do that taurus i'm excited to see that for you you've got the queen of swords in the future of one <laughs> love it i mean it's it's such a dynamic energy you got this you got double libra energy coming up with that queen of swords king of swords wow all right and that's what i mean though if you see the king of wands here leo king of swords aquarius there's taurus over there and you've got both the queen of swords and justice libra so you're balancing this and you may have seen this as either or, you know, like what you do out in the world and what you do at home, two totally different things. But I really get that sense of being so comfortable in yourself, and which is strange because it's a new you. And it will be because of the, the way you perceive things. You know, I'm not enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Like, you know, that five of pentacles. And I'm not saying all of a sudden that it's like, you know, shut up about your problems. No, it's not that. It's the context of, okay, so I may not have a lot of money, but I've got these skills or I could sell this. Or, you know, it's, it's not just the lack that informs how you function or how you move in the world. And I'm not saying that you've always done that, but this is what's coming up here. This is the theme that's come up for you guys. So let's talk about the Queen of Swords first. The Queen of Swords knows her story. She's had, she's gone through all of this, you know, lack. She's had judgment happen to her time and time again. You know, she's had every awful thing happen to her and yet it's made her someone and she knows who she is. And this is what it feels like. You have a knowledge of who you are, but it's, it's not anything that you've ever known about yourself before. Very capable, very dynamic energy coming through. And you can have a look here right you know it's the king of wands justice and the king of swords so when you've got two cards either side of justice that's what's being balanced so you're balancing what you know with what you do that's dragonfly energy queen of swords is pretty fearless why is that because she knows she has a story she knows everyone else has a story but she knows her story came about because of what she experienced in her life that she became someone so she's not afraid to interact or go into situations because she just knows that she'll just become more herself right it's just her story will become more her story and so think about what that does with 
how you share your knowledge, how you communicate. I hope to be hearing a lot more from a lot more Taurus people. Um, you guys know this, probably know this story because I've told it so many times, but when I used to do live readings on YouTube, you know, when they were late and now I just think I just, I'll just live stream them to get them up as quickly as possible. And everyone like, interacts, there's so much banter and chat going on. I'm there really trying not to focus on the chat. And the Taurus chat was silent. Like there were so many people watching, like you could see at the bottom how many people were watching, came in, said hello, listened to the reading and then just thanked me and left. <laughs> right, very Taurus. Just came in, took it all in and then left. That, it. this feels different. It's, it's like you won't be doing that now. King of Wands is both... All of the kinks, right? They're fixed energy, but they're socially responsible. Think about that. The queens, queen of swords, queen of pentacles. Um, so she's going to have a look and think, oh, I, I value this. I'm going to nurture its growth, right? The queen of swords, she experiences everything and she develops her story. But these guys, they're the other way around. So what he, what inspires him, what his energy is, what he wants to start, you know, the fire in him, he shares that with others. The way he moves through the world impacts other people. He leads by example, King of Wands. King of Swords, he has all this knowledge, he has all this experience, and he shares it with others. He's the advisor, the consultant. So it's balancing this. This is how you now move through the world, not just providing like what that needs building there, that needs whatever here. And you did get a couple of like Virgo cards over here, but this is different. This is so much about whoever you've become in a much more dynamic way. And that is your fourth house and that is your 10th house. So it's that axis that's coming up for you. And there's a balance here around that. Uh, it's balanced because of the Queen of Swords, because you know there's always more than one side to the story. So your advice is the Six of Wands, which again with that King of Wands is to... You lead by example, you show up. Um, this talked about longing for home. This is the Six of Wands is is the homecoming hero. That's, that's what he is. He's been off to war, he's fought everything, he's done whatever. Now he comes back and that's why there's a little parade to, to welcome him home. And so think about this. It's That's how you're at home when you show up with pride in who you are, pride in what you have. Um, grateful for who you've gotten to be and how you've experienced everything. Right. Yeah, there's the world. And that makes sense, right? These are both present-based positions. With the fool here in the world, it's your way of doing things has ended. There is a victory here, but it almost feels, let me think about it, we're coming from this. So you may feel victorious because you won the contract or you did whatever, but in other ways, it's win, lose or draw, you have become someone. You've come to this greater truth of who you are, which now you feel ready to move forward from that place. This is a Taurus card. Now, what's one of the first ways that you do that? Six of one show up from this is what I'm proud of. This is Jupiter in Leo is the Six of Wands, which shows up. Expansive energy, right? Showing the world who you are, proud of who you are, proud of what you've achieved. Um, seven of Pentacles, though, is what is worth your time and effort. So if the Seven of Cups is I need a dream, what do I fix or how do I come up with this? Seven of Pentacles is how do I use my time and effort? How do I use it? What do I invest in? 
and you may invest in different parts of your own learning your own mind um rather than outside of yourself you're investing in yourself which that would be interesting to see maybe you're ready to learn something new ready you maybe you're ready to teach something new right the ace of swords um sometimes is the writer's card which is the pen is mightier than the sword queen of swords again she keeps coming up queen of swords um that's the south node in um libra that's why she keeps coming up but the most valuable advice the queen of swords will give you is to know who you are she'll tell you damaged people are dangerous they know they can survive because they did survive you've survived everything that's been thrown at you whether you loved something and lost it whether you had it and lost it whether you were rejected left out in the cold it didn't turn out the way you wanted to you've always survived it so does it matter then whether you get to keep it or not because you will always have you and you will always grow and learn through it it's very basic and cliche kind of almost message to give but that is what home feels like right even if you think about winning when you're at home that you've got that kind of winner's feeling because you've got everything the way that you want it you're reading it's it's almost like you can see your metamorphosis through this reading but i i get the sense because i'm talking to taurus this has been a long time coming maybe the last couple of years and now you're ready to start speaking from that place to show up from that place it just feels if you've been waiting for the click like you know the opportunity to show this the right person the fool though says hey it's you commit to it and jump in with both feet i don't know what it is that you're jumping into and it may just be all everything that's how it is in your life right now how you engage with it how you interact with it that may be it but it's, dy it's dynamic and it's exciting and i'm looking forward to hearing from you guys taurus on on what you do with this and how you show up but there you go my lovelies that, that was your reading i'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now so before you go let's arm you with a little bit of aquarian insight extra aquarian insight this is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius. If his, um, if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them. Is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me, I can't do that, I'm going to hurt this person, it's the guilt, it's the shame, it's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realising your true potential. We're not going to let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realise that how, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, 
whether that's people leaving. And it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege, that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video, but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realize so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins as he'd put it. This is very Goggins actually. He has a split personality almost um, at his best. This is what he's like. And this is why he can be very polarizing. You don't have to be a Goggins. You don't have to use foul language. And yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it. Now, I watched a podcast of his, and you can watch it as well. It, it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um, YouTube channel. You know, I love Andrew Huberman as well. That was like a dream come true. I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year. And here's the point, is that whatever you think of him, whether you think he's the best thing ever, if he's the best thing ever, then you can be like him. All he is, is himself. If you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him, then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you. Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this, and I hear him say it as well. In fact, while I love that podcast that you did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And... You've heard me over these. You don't even have to look at Goggins. You've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realized over the years is at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me. Well, that's on them, right? Like needing to make people stupid. Um, and, and I didn't do it consciously and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me. I'm an alien or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me. That's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up uh, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No, no. What I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realizing I had a three course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. 
whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world you know Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see you know you'll hear you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma where you know this guy needs to be in therapy what is he doing you may think that and people may think that about you as well but that's on them it says more about us our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them why am I going on about this because that's your only job is to show up as you I want you to think of a flower think of a rose and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty smoggy polluted city the rose is a rose and so are you that's all you can do all you can do is be who you are and it's the courage to be who you are that's what you're asked for now that is what makes you so unique and it isn't about you know when Goggins goes around he does loads of things that most people don't even know about you know that he jumps out of planes to put out fires he does all sorts of things and he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else he could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building. But whether, and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness, or whether you're wild, out in the wild somewhere growing, that's all you can be. All you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that. I hope you will take that to heart. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really, really appreciate that. Please give a shout out. And I give a shout out. I give my thanks, my love, my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment. Um, they make all of this possible. Thank you to everyone that interacts with me. That's on the Discord server. There's a link in the description. If you'd like to join the Discord server, you can. I've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else. I'll let you know that right now. It's not like anywhere else um, or that I've been on the internet. I'm sure there must be other communities. We're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness. So you don't get arguments and stuff. You know, no one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but everyone's too aware of themselves and that every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.